Molly Fisk, Observations from a Working Poet. I'm sitting outdoors at my not usual cafe. Someone behind me has begun playing an acoustic guitar, but I haven't turned around yet to look. I'm assuming, for no reason except usually it's guys who do this, that it's a guy. The tunes are classical with a little soft rock thrown in, like Linda Ronstadt's one about the fishing boats, whose name escapes me. This is making me happier than I can say. The sound of fingers sliding on strings, the casual expertise, the lack of singing, even now to Buddy Holly's dream. I feel as though I'm in a dream of my own. Some poet friends are in Italy right now and posted that walking home from dinner, they'd come across a string quartet playing Pachelbel's Canon in front of the Uffizi Gallery. This is not that, but it's still wonderful and no risk of catching COVID on a 10-hour flight. I keep trying to teach myself that we get what we get, and if I slow down enough to notice what I'm getting, it often is lovely. But like many of you, I'm a slow learner. Seeing photographs of Florence lit up at night opens a door to the envy department of my imagination that's hard to close. It would be, oh, I wish I could, someday I want, and so on. My great-aunt Nett used to say, tartly, looking down her straight New England nose, if wishes were horses, then beggars would ride. This did not make a lot of sense to a middle-class child in 1965, but I knew it was a warning. We didn't have beggars in San Francisco that I was ever allowed to see, and not that many horses either, though policemen rode them in Golden Gate Park. Later in life, after I had left one more disastrous romance, my friend sometimes said, be careful what you wish for. According to these mottos, the business of wishing is fraught with disappointment and maybe even danger. Oh, piffle. The etymology of wish comes from early 14th century Old High German and means to cherish a desire. If we didn't cherish desires, not much would get done around this planet. Desire motivates everyone. It's when the gap between wish and possibility gets very wide that people start tut-tutting at you. I could go to Italy. I could save the money, reorganize my schedule, and wear three masks on the plane. But I don't really want to at the moment. And that's where being a grown-up comes into the mix. Somewhere inside each of us, a cheerful, pragmatic adult is lurking. A part of ourselves able to look at all sides of a wish without judgment and lay out our options. My poet friends are married to each other, so they each have a travel buddy, which I do not. It's about to be summer, and I need to swim every day, lest I become parboiled and miserable. Are there lakes near Florence? I have no idea. Our local lake is finally 60 degrees, and the air is going to be 85 tomorrow, so I can take the year's first swim. My envy door is almost shut. I'd like to tell you the guitarist is now playing Cherish by the Association, which would make a good ending, but would be completely false. He just left. No doubt heading, like everyone else, for Florence, Italy. A 
Award-winning poet Molly Fisk writes, coaches, and teaches writing in California's Sierra Nevada foothills. You can reach her at mollyfisk.com. This program is produced at the studios of KVMR-FM, Nevada City, California. Funding is provided by Harmony Books of Downtown Nevada City and KVMR with support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.